This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, December 3rd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Newsom campaigns in Iowa. California touts climate-friendly farmers. And NIH puts focus on rural suicide. Newsom campaigning in Iowa. Governor Gavin Newsom is headed to Iowa later this month to campaign for California Senator Kamala Harris. Newsom has ruled out running for president himself this round, but the trip will be a test of how much attention he gets in the state. His Iowa stops will include a climate action house party at mid-December. Remember, while Iowa's political values center on farming, the state is only second best and $20 billion behind California when it comes to farm gate sales a point that Newsom will likely not be eager to share with Iowans. California sets first water allocation at 10%. The Department of Water Resources announced yesterday that based on current conditions, allocations are set at 10% for the state water project. DWR Director Carla Nemeth said the dry start in October and November reminds us that California's weather is extremely variable. The amount currently stored in the largest reservoir, Lake Oroville, is 90% of average, however. The Central Valley Project, Shasta Lake, in the meantime, is at 119% of average. Keep in mind, the new water year began in October, and this conservative assessment may be updated as more rain and snow fall throughout the winter, according to DWR. Snow surveys will begin in January. During the last water year, DWR's final allocations were decided in June, nudging up to just 75% following a wet winter. DWR also began that water year with just a 10% allocation. California sends message that farmers are fighting climate change. The public-facing wall of Governor Newsom's office is decorated this week with a series of panels espousing the benefits of CDFA's Healthy Soils Program. Crop rotation, low tillage, cover crops, organic fertilizers, and other conservation practices improve air and water quality as well as biodiversity, according to the posters. Farming produces more than just the food or the energy or the fiber that's grown there, said CDFA Secretary Karen Ross at a ribbon-cutting event for the panels yesterday. She added, it's what we do for our ecosystem, for our environment, and help sequester carbon to fight climate change. CDFA's program has worked closely with the USDA Natural Resources Conservation Service. Ross praised two NRCS tools, the Comet Planter and the Comet Farm, for helping farmers evaluate their ability to mitigate greenhouse gases and sequester carbon. Assembly Ag Chair Susan Eggman said, The more we grow and the more we take care of the soil, the more we are able not only to feed the world but to continue to fight climate change. NRCS state conservationist Carlos Suarez pointed out his agency has focused on soil health since the Dust Bowl pushed a wave of migrant farmers to California more than 85 years ago. Suarez explained that protecting the soil is going to also protect the environment for many decades to come. Still in a turkey coma? Well, while the governor did not step outside his office for the event, he has been a strong proponent of the program begun under predecessor Jerry Brown. Conservation groups sue feds over biological opinions. An environmental coalition, including 
the Natural Resources Defense Council, Animal Rights Interests, and Sport Fishing Groups filed a lawsuit in a federal district court yesterday against federal wildlife agencies. The claim challenges the October biological opinions regarding endangered fish impacted by state and federal water projects. Rachel Zilwinger of Defenders of Wildlife argues the new report is designed to maximize the amount of water that is diverted to industrial agriculture. Remember, Newsom's administration recently vowed to sue the agencies over the biological opinions as well. Attorney General Xavier Becerra, who has sided with these groups in previous lawsuits, has not yet indicated if his office will join this claim. USMCA deal this week or no vote in 2019, according to the chairman. The House is back in action today, and one of the biggest questions facing lawmakers is how soon the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement might be ready for a vote. After talking to members of the House of and the Trump administration, Senate Finance Committee Chairman Chuck Grassley said yesterday he believes the deal is close to allow a vote on the trade pact. But he also said... If House Democrats and the White House can't strike a deal on USMCA this week, there won't be enough time to ratify it this year. The end of the year's legislative session is rapidly approaching, Grassley said in a speech on the Senate floor. He continued, as it is, the window of opportunity for 2019 is extremely tight. Now is the time for Democrats to finally act. Now keep this in mind, Mexican and Canadian officials have told the White House that they are agreeable to what House Democrats are demanding of a USMCA deal. All that appears to be missing is a nod from the White House, which needs to write up implementing language for the pact. Funding eyed for rural suicide prevention. The National Institute of Mental Health plans to support research to reduce suicide rates among rural Americans. In a proposed update to its strategic plan for research, NIMH said it plans to test innovative approaches for improving both the quality of care and access to it for racial and ethnic minority groups, sexual and gender minorities, individuals living in rural areas, socioeconomically disadvantaged persons, and other underserved groups. The original plan did not contain those specific priorities. NIMH, a unit of the National Institutes of Health, has asked for comments on the proposal, which is published in today's Federal Register. And on that note, CDFA Secretary Karen Ross and Natural Resources Secretary Wade Crowfoot were asked in March about mental health support for farmers impacted by drought. Crowfoot responded, we have to figure out how to provide these mental health services to victims of slow-moving disasters like drought. Ross added that we need to consider the social science element for every policy decision made. She said along with better services, better broadband connectivity could help in tackling the isolation of rural life. Here's today's They Said It. The full scope of the changes this measure would put in place is highly uncertain. That staffers from the Legislative Analyst Office in a letter explaining how the fiscal impact is too expensive to calculate for a proposed ballot initiative that would force nearly all of California agriculture to be organic. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, December 3rd. It's brought to you by FMC. 
for the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.